0: Hey team, welcome back to the podcast. This is the second episode of the District Digest, where we give you guys an insight into the runnings at District. John, how are you?
1: I'm good, I'm good. So, Rosie, what have you been up to for the last month? It's been quite a big month. Uh, you've been away in the, the warm sunshine.
0: Yeah, we've. I think both of us have had a pretty busy month. I um, So I play professional golf, I think, as everybody knows. But I took six months off com- competing to get the gyms up and running and with the rebrand and with the construction work and everything, I just didn't feel like I could mentally give 100% to my golf or to district. So I took some time out. But October was a good month for me because it meant I could get back into to working really hard on my golf game. So I went away with my golf coach to Dubai and then spontaneously booked a trip to Japan to watch the Rugby World Cup final.
1: How did that go for you?
0: It was a wasted trip. <laughs> it was, no, it was an amazing experience, and Tokyo was insane, but yeah, shame about the result. John, what did you do?
1: Um, yeah, I've had quite a, quite a long month. I kicked it off by a, a short trip to Miami to catch up with some friends uh, who are actually ex members of the gym, which I still think is pretty amazing the connections you can make in a crossfit box. I met him in I flew to Miami, met him in Orlando, he came from Columbia, so it's, it's pretty epic. Unfortunately, as most members who have came within a foot off me would have heard that I contracted uh, a new <coughs> strain of man flu that uh, knocked me out of existence for a few weeks. I think um, the uh,
0: t- to highlight that, it was, the, it was the text message I got a couple of weeks ago from John that said, Rosie, not to alarm you, but... Um, I've uh, I've just called the NHS hotline and they've told me to lie on the floor and they've called me an ambulance yeah. and don't panic. I was like, right, this is the perfect time to panic. I'm panicking. That, that's what
1: they that, <laughs> that's what they done to me because my symptoms because I, I let it get so bad and not rested started to cause some like, water fluid build up in my lung. And then when I told them you know what was happening and stuff, they they were like you know concerned that you're having a heart attack and I'm just like anyway why did you tell he me
0: basically he basically <laughs> ended up in hospital with jet lag. So yeah. it wasn't lag, it was flooding
1: along. But um, I mean, other than other than that, it's been quite a big month. I mean, we've talked about it in the last podcast about uh, things in the gyms calming down, and the, the 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 refurb's are done. We can get back focusing on you know some of the more uh, funner stuff that we used to do. So I've been back coaching at Wandsworth uh, quite a bit, um, which has been super fun. Um, some funny moments where I uh, thought we had a touchscreen TV, I couldn't get it to work, but it turns out it's just a television and it has a remote control. So that was fun, guys. Have had too. Is that
0: your joke? Was that good,
1: was that? <laughs> yeah, I thought that your it was, banter. That's my banter. <laughs> I thought it was funny. I keep my best banter for the classes. Um, you know, I try to do some good coaching, make sure everybody's having a, some fun. But it's been super fun for me to be back doing that stuff because, like, at the end of the day, that's what got me into this industry in the first place.
0: Yeah. So two bu- like pretty busy months separately for us. John's been coaching, as he said, at Wandsworth, which has been great, and expect to see him around both gyms a little bit more. Uh, let's let's recap. Let's recap it's been a hectic month from a membership standpoint. We've had the open, we've had Halloween, we've had events. What was your talk talk us through the open.
1: We've had I mean, unfortunately, I mean, I didn't see the first two workouts at the gyms, unfortunately, because I was away for one of them, and I was I was still pretty ill during the, uh, the second week. But the ones that I've been along to, there's been some some pretty epic moments, some PRs, lots of PRs, lots of people standing over a bar saying they can't lift it, they can't lift it, and then lifting it ten times, which is amazing. It's always the best But I talked about in the last podcast about how amazing it is when people achieve something. Much looking forward to tonight's workout. It's got the almighty muscle up in there. There'll be people getting them for the first time so i'm expecting spitting some tears on that one of the how one of the workouts we ran it alongside like a halloween party as well so everybody came dressed up with some pretty awesome outfits in there i was particularly proud of mings it was good fun and it was also funny watching people try to do an open workout dressed head to tone like jumpsuits and stuff dressed up as things having to rip the clothes off because it was so hot so that was that was super fun
0: yeah, the Open, I mean, we, we've spoken about it before. Um, it's, an, it's an amazing time for everybody to come together and push themselves uh, further than they thought they, they could. I think it's, you know, we're in our last week and the leaderboard, for those of you who have had your eyes on it closely, I know certain people have. And yeah, make sure you give it everything this week and we'll celebrate accordingly afterwards. I think we've got some, we've got a cool event coming up tomorrow and, and open socials. So yeah. Looking forward to that, and looking forward to this Sunday. We've yeah. got Murph yeah. for Remembrance Sunday.
1: Yep. So I've run this since I came to Wandsworth. I've pulled everybody in uh, for Remembrance Day. You kind know, of the connection, pretty close to home. So we get everybody in to do Murph, We donate to a charity. Um. So you, you don't the class isn't included in your package or anything. it you you doesn't count towards anything. So basically, you're just making the nation come in. Take on Murph. I think we've got fifty people coming. We've got snacks coming from a couple of companies yeah, to fuel the day, and it's going to be, I'd like to say, fun.
0: And but, for those of you that you know, we might have some new members listening that don't know what Murph is. It's um, a workout named after Lieutenant Murphy.
1: So. Yeah, he he died in uh, he was killed in Afghanistan and uh, one of the Hindu Kush mountain ranges. Some of you may remember the movie. Uh, Lone Survivor. This the guy in this is is the workout. The workout they were doing at the start of that movie was, was what was Murph. So yeah, this workout's done, in remember of, of this this uh, these men that fell in battle. Um, so we like to give it our maximum effort. I've I've actually done this workout myself in that same area. The first time I done it, it did not end too well for me.
0: You got rabdo, didn't I you?
1: got rabdo because <laughs> it was 40 degrees and I'd done it in full kit, including rifle, hung slung over my back. So for, so for some reason, I never took my gloves off either, so I was completely covered. So yeah. We
0: so the workout, for, again, is?
1: One mile run, 100 pull-ups, 200 push-ups, 300 air squats, and then a one mile run.
0: And for those of you that think, you know, We've got scaling options available on the day. So make sure you come down, you do it, you donate because it's an amazing, it's an amazing cause. We've got some great plans for it. So yeah, make sure you come down and do it. So looking ahead, we have also got our Christmas party on December the 6th. We are hosting it at Pear Tree Cafe, um, 7 till 10pm. Tickets are £50 each, but with that you get a three course meal. There'll be drinks to buy as well. And it's just going to be an awesome way of coming together both gyms are invited and we're really looking forward to it i think it's we know how to throw a party and we do know how
1: to throw a (laughs) party we definitely know how to do that so this will be epic look forward to this every year the last two years have been pretty big and now we have two gyms worth of members to come along it's going to be yeah it's going to be pretty crazy
0: so yeah get down to that we'll be probably bombarding you with emails and news flashes between now and then so yeah hopefully see you all there
1: Alright guys, next we're going to go through member of the month for uh, both gyms, for Battersea, nominated by the coaches and the head coach Andy is Ollie Leach, who other than being a rock star to coach, is also a rock star after the classes when he grabs our new Dyson Hoover and starts hoovering up the floor for us, making sure there's no chalk in that left in there, which is just awesome to see when you come in keeping looking after our gym for us and um, so well done Ollie keep up the good work and for Wandsworth and um, we have Chris Jefferson who's been nominated by head coach Simon had nothing but good things to say about his coachability which is which is something we talk a lot about in the gym is those those members who are coachable develop and possess faster and Chris is really bought in with our coaches and listening to what we're saying and as a result, his technique, his form, his development as, as an athlete has has came on leaps and bounds and he's done great. Uh, so well done for that, Chris. And I'll see you guys in the gym soon.
0: Yep, congrats guys. Um, we're really proud of you guys. So yeah, that's that's awesome. Good job. And John spoke for the whole time.
1: <laughs> okay, and stop
0: clapping. Why for you fuck are you not to clap? You said the clap when making you a the next bit. I can't cope with clapping. Have you not know to do this? I can't cope. I thought cope. you said do this to make Stop. a nice in the morning. Stop.
1: Stop. No,
0: it was like, if there was a point where I paused it and then we started again, a clap would let would be clear to me, not just like, as soon as you want to start getting clapped. Oh, sorry,
1: I would misunderstood. Sorry, guys.
0: So, yeah, there's so loads well. of claps. Okay, anyway.
1: Next up. <laughs> 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 Okay, up it man. You just change the rules and then nobody fills me in. I don't know what the fuck's happening in here, God. man. No, okay. It's
0: fine. I will just Okay, right. That's
1: just the energy of a blooper.
0: So we are moving on. Yeah. We're gonna move on and this this month's edition I thought that well, we thought it would be good to talk about the programming, um, and not not give you like a really in depth uh look at what's coming over the next couple of months because that's you know, that will go out in a in a newsletter. But just to give you an idea about the processes, because I think a lot of a lot of the time people think that what they see on Modify has been sort of flung together and, and it there's there's a lot of there's a lot of thought, there's a lot of work that goes into it. And yeah, we just want to give you an idea about about how the programming comes to fruition.
1: Okay guys, so the programme is written by James Farneau. Um, who's who does a little bit of coaching for? us at Wandsworth? Um, he's been with us for fast approaching eighteen months. Part of your team. S- Some things you should know about James is just his level of education. James has got a master's degree in strength and conditioning. He's the head of strength and conditioning at um, a top school here in London. Has coached pro and semi-pro rugby teams. He also writes a f- he writes Rosie's program. Yeah. he's Rosie's trainer. Golf, yeah, yeah. He writes my endurance program, and he, he's he's very good at it. So. You know, the way that it works is James actually writes all of our programming. So he'll write your CrossFit programme, he'll then write the weightlifting, powerlifting, speciality specialty classes off of that. So they actually match the CrossFit programme. So and they complement. Yeah, they complement each other so they don't clash or anything. And he does also write burn and build. Um so the way that it works is James will write the program. This is well thought out in advance. We're, we're talking 46 weeks ahead of schedule before you guys even see it. It's It's been on our system, ready to go for, for, for over a month. Um, the process of it is James will write this. He will then sit down with the head coaches from each gym and they will go over it, um, which is super important because if you are programming quite a lot, it's quite easy to make small logistical mistakes you know not to notice a movement partner popping up more than it should and we'll have these two guys to look at it and you know give feedback to spot little things that might get missed so that will then be edited slightly prior to being put on Wodify, and this is way before you guys get to see it from there it's then taken to the coaches as a team where we, we go over the kind of the focal points of the program what we're trying to achieve in each particular workout so some I mean you look at some workouts it looks like carnage on paper certainly feels like carnage as you're trying to get through it but we are trying to develop a certain skill in that workout we're trying to achieve a, a certain stimulus with that workout that's why I mean you know a crossfit program, some workouts are long some are short it also depends on the season I mean approaching the crossfit open if we're going to drive people to sign up and test ourselves to achieve as much as possible we will then obviously going to direct the program and towards that, make sure we're touching base with many of the skills that are going to come up in the open, just to give you guys the best chance of, you know, achieving that. We also have several coaches that will do the programming ahead of time as well. I I would say Andy's one of the main ones behind that. He'll test, I think, pretty much every workout that we're posting. He's done it beforehand, so these guys have suffered through it.
0: And Um, that's to test time caps, weights, making sure that the stimulus is being achieved... And yeah, I think that the really important thing for us that the reason we've developed it in such a way where we've got the head of programming who feeds down to the two head coaches and then feeds that down to the coaches, it just it allows so many eyes on the program to make sure that we've not overlooked anything. We've got some incredibly highly qualified coaching staff that, you know, in London, I would say we're unrivaled and it just allows what, 15, 16 eyes to be on the programme before before it even reaches the membership base. And that's really important to us because we want to make sure that what we're giving you guys is the very best. And I think you don't see what happens behind the scenes and how it gets to you. So I think it's important that we just kind of highlight that.
1: Yeah, definitely. I think the approach we take, I mean, I've worked in many different gyms. I've never seen anybody put in this amount of effort. I mean, there is gyms that put a lot of st- into their programming, but having this many eyes on a program before it gets sent to you is, is very, very few and far between. So yeah, that, that just helps us make sure we're delivering. Because essentially, when you come to a CrossFit box, especially when you come to district, you know, I was whenever I'm meeting somebody for the first time talking about the gym, I, I very rarely call it a gym. I, I tell them we're not a gym. We're, you know, we're a community of people being coached. You're coming here for coaching and programming. So if that's the case, we're going to have to we make sure That the coaches are the best coaches. We're constantly developing those coaches, and the programme is the best programming. Otherwise, I feel that there's no difference between what you're doing with us and what you can go and do by yourself in in a regular gym. And as well as, I mean, we're also always developing the programme because, you know, as qualified as James is, he still takes on board feedback. We'd still notice small flaws, and we still listen to the members. If members are noticing something in the programming that we have to tweak a little bit we'll tweak it, or sometimes it's just an education thing where not everybody knows exactly what it is they need to achieve what they think they want to achieve.
0: Rambling with purpose. Ramble no, with but purpose. this is this is our, you know, the programming at the end of the day is our bread and butter. That's That this is the service that we are providing you, the workouts, and then how they are being coached. So we have to make sure this is why we spend so much time and put so much expertise and knowledge into it. So, yeah, that's kind of just a little bit of an insight into that.
1: Yep, and you guys should also stay tuned as well. We often do programming workshops. Strangely, they don't get the biggest attendance, but for the sake of an hour on a Sunday and a coffee afterwards, you guys should come along and just listen to what James has to say about the program. He can talk. He can can talk. He can talk and talk. If you've got any questions after it, he can talk some more. Um, (laughs) Do not give him a cup of coffee and then ask some questions, but you should come along to some of these and just find out more about what it is you know, why he does what he does. Do yeah. I mean? It's, it's very interesting.
0: And we're we're proud of it, so that's why we kind of wanted to talk to you guys about it, and let's move on. So, the next section, which is the, I guess, the fun bit. The fun fake bit. Fake news. The
1: fake news. I've not seen this yet.
0: I've not seen this I've yet, either, and it. I embarrassed myself. Well, we kind of both embarrassed ourselves last time, but
1: Yeah, well, I got the Scottish one wrong, that's kind of like...
0: And I thought, oh yeah, I just got some measurements wrong, but... Let's, right, shall I read this first one?
1: You go for the first one.
0: Okay. Okay. (laughs) They're quite long. Okay. Bournemouth, crowned the UK's urban fox capital in 2017, has seen its fox population grow at such alarming rates that they now outnumber humans living there. Right, so this is saying that there's more foxes in Bournemouth than London. Uh, Sorry, than humans.
1: (laughs) There's more fox. I, I know some people from Bournemouth, man, they're strange people. I, I would, um,
0: who do you know from Bournemouth? Actually, don't name them, but why have you said that?
1: I don't know, I just feel who like <laughs> they're both really small. Do you know what I mean? Like, just feel well, like, now
0: uh, you've named them, basically. So you know two small Bournemouth... Uh, they don't go to the gym, do they?
1: They don't come to the gym, okay, no, okay. it's just personal. It's just people I know, and they're both... Yeah, it's just. I just okay,
0: moving on, so...
1: Really small what's got, but what's
0: that got to do with foxes?
1: I don't know. I just feel like they could use them as horses, and way that's why they had so many. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like
0: you know, two tiny people from Bournemouth that could ride the foxes as horses. Probably.
1: I mean, just like height-wise relation, my height to a horse and their height to a fox. I feel like they could be rearing them down there. Is um,
0: I don't know if the, I don't know if you're being serious. I,
1: I don't. I don't know either. And this, it could. You don't know. Some weird stuff happens. I mean, the last one we done on this, there was a woman who had a twenty-pound baby.
0: Yeah, and I thought that was real. So thanks for bringing that up. <laughs> okay, yeah. I think this... I don't know. I feel like... The, I think yeah, it could yeah. be. you look at the reindeer true. in
1: uh, Richmond Park.
0: Reindeer? Where is your head?
1: Does You go to Richmond Park at any given day, there's at least a thousand reindeer kicking But there's not more
0: now. reindeer than there are people.
1: Yeah, it's because we killed them. If we didn't, we'd have the same problem as Bomber for the foxes.
0: Okay, right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you, I think it's true. Should we go true? i true. Okay, we're going to say they outnumbered. Definitely, humans.
1: something happening down there. No, we're oh, wrong. It's false. Oh, Well,
0: maybe we call them as well.
1: Yeah, maybe they kill them.
0: Right. Okay. And the next one. The next one. You read it.
1: Mm. Dutch smugglers were recently rumbled by UK police for using gone-off cheese to hide the stench on a five million pound cannabis farm in Slough. This could be.
0: Dutch smugglers were recently rumbled. I, think, um,
1: I, I mean, I, I'm thinking what it means is they were using off cheese to, so they would really smell the weed.
0: I mean, I don't know what weed smells like.
1: Well, I'm pretty sure that's bullshit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but um, gone off cheese?
1: Yeah, I mean, you were smelling But smell Pizza gone
0: cheese, off. I feel like mozzarella, like that does not smell.
1: Yeah, well, I actually like the smell of pizza cheese when it's been sitting there for a while. But.
0: What does it smell like? Feet?
1: Um, no, it's nice. Sometimes. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> I've, been, I've been a bit off topic about my smelly cheese and feet
0: I like um, smelly cheese but not smelly gone off pizza cheese
1: yeah it's a strange like one because or? if you're using another horrible smell well, it would just attract the same attention like you're not going to walk past a farm and be like why does that smell of cheese and you're going to investigate I would stab it if it was a cop I hear there's lots of cops on the street right now looking for the smell of cheese I think this would be true
0: I think fake fake news it's true. Oh, it's true. One nil.
1: John is one up yet again.
0: Okay, the last one. I'm reading it. You read this. <laughs> there is an underground bunker beneath the Scottish Parliament building in Edinburgh, dating back to World War One. now stocked exclusively with Scottish produce, including shortbread, haggis, and whiskey. What are the ingredients of haggis, John?
1: Well, apparently it's not sheep lungs. <laughs> Oh, well, it's not apparently like as cheap ones. Yeah, still, <laughs> you've done it. You've done still it again. Got it wrong. Oh my god! I Because mean, I've been away from Scotland for too long, time, man. I've forgot the ingredients of in my local dish. I would think this. I'm pretty sure the Scottish Parliament building in Edinburgh is only maybe 20 years old. I don't think it's that old, so it'd be surprising unless it was just by chance there was a bunker under there.
0: No, there's definitely a but, bunker. I mean, There'll on, definitely on be a bunker. World
1: War One. Did we have planes dropping bombs in World War One? No. I don't think so. No. They were also not attacking us either because we're Scottish and everybody likes us. I'm pretty sure it was London. No, right. but... But, like, um,
0: but they could there could still be a bunker that dates back to World War One. Nothing about this says bombs being dropped.
1: I'm just confused as to why they would go to the trouble of making a bunker. But, I mean, I've done weirder things myself. So, yeah, perhaps. I would say fake.
0: I think it's... I'm going to go the opposite... Because it might give me a chance to win. So, okay. true. Oh, the suspense! Ugh. Oh,
1: yes. I've won Stop yet
0: clapping. again. You didn't win last week, last month.
1: I could have, but it's a point.
0: Gutted, right. Also, slightly odd questions. What do you think?
1: I think they're slightly odd. This thing about the Foxes in Bournemouth is really freaking me out, man and I can't stop thinking about these people well the people thing that is
0: freaking me out is that you think that people can ride them like horses that's kind of weird
1: potentially, if you'd have met these people you'd be like, you're smaller. I need to, to know more dogs. about
0: these people, are you going to tell me when we go off I'll yeah.
1: tell you who they are you've already met one of them Really? the other one's like two inches shorter <laughs> which if Andy's a guy which is, I don't know, it's weird it's anyway. not weird I don't have anything against short people it's just like, I'm just pointing it out. It's just...
0: Right, we're rambling. Okay. Anyway, so thank you for listening to the podcast today. I, um, I feel like we rambled more than last time, but that's totally fine because that's the name of the podcast. We are doing our main podcast um, tomorrow, actually. We are recording with David O'Mahoney, who is a TED talker, which is pretty, really cool. Yep. And we are going to be talking about thriving in the face of adversity. David has an unbelievable story. He is so inspirational and we just are so excited to have him on the pod because I think basically he's going to give so much value. He Just listening to him talk for an hour is unbelievable. So the fact we've got him on the podcast is amazing. And he's a friend of John and I's and John and mine. So John and I's. John. <laughs> John and we need to end this okay anyway well yeah keep an eye out for Rambling With Purpose check us back here December for the the, the final edition of 2019 and the final yeah District Digest I'm rambling again John say goodbye anyway right, guys
1: we'll see you soon uh, be sure to listen to the one that Rosie's talking about with David we're going to be touching on some subjects but, but you know uh, we're going deep I don't know I'm, Cool man. I've just okay. started that already <laughs> <laughs>
0: and we will see you next week I mean month I mean in the gym we'll see you in the gym see you in the gym bye